Welcome back once more to the archives. Today we bring you the final installment of Second Half, our series featuring Old Town School stories collected as part of our ongoing partnership with StoryCorps. A running theme throughout the school's history and in my own experience is people finding deep connections and community, forging lifelong collaborations, friendships, and often falling in love. In this last episode of the season, we wanted to share one such story from two people who met while working at the school in the late 1980s. Elaine Moore's wide smile and cheery voice are well known throughout the halls of the Old Town School. A recipient of the school's 2015 Distinguished Teaching Artist Award, she's been a beloved instructor of voice and guitar for many years. But before all that, she started at the desk, where guitar teacher Jim Dewan would occasionally stop and serenade her. What was it that you would sing? I'm in the mood for love. I'm in the mood for love. Right. Yeah. Because. You, you were, had a big because, crush on me. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> well, I, I had just met you. God, you're a little presumptuous there. I'm, I'm presuming. Armitage was being renovated at the time, and so they temporarily had moved up to the Irish American the Heritage, Irish American Center, Heritage Center. Center, an old public school that the, the Irish folks have been fixing up ever since they got it. And 30 years ago, it was... And it's, it was still kind of school like that. I mean, it was well, still. Well, yeah, they, they hadn't, they didn't they, occupy the third floor. We were on the third floor, yeah. and I walked in, and there you were. So that's where we met. That's where we met. How'd you get hired? I was in a band called. Called Ripe for the Pickin'. And for short, RFTP. <laughs> <laughs> Bluegrass people. And old time and swing and just. But anyway, that's how you but, got hired. But so we were on some radio show at that was, that took place at the Old Town School. Um, on Armitage, on the stage, it was it was a weekly radio show. I forget what it was called, and we played. And then Michael Miles called me up the next week and said, "Hey, you want to teach?" At so the he old, heard the, you guys. Yeah, and you yeah. want to teach? I and and I couldn't. I forget why. I was like going out of town for something, so I couldn't commit to the full eight weeks. But I said, "Hey, call my friend Mark Dvorak, because he's he'd be great." And so who still works at who the still school. works at the old town so school? So lovely. Here. Anyway, news to me. But <laughs> well, that was nice of you. Anyway, but then Michael said, we'll start next session. So I did. So I started teaching. It was in, in this fall of 1986 out in LaGrange with Alvin and uh, Mark and those guys. And then I wasn't, it wasn't until the following summer in 87 when I started teaching at the main branch. But I'm going to talk about how I came to work there. It goes back so long. The, the reason I ever even thought to apply for a job at the Old Town School is because I knew about it. And I was at a, I had known about it my whole life because Why? my delightful Aunt Nan, Ann Moore, who um, is no longer with us, but she attended some of the first classes at the Old Town School in 1958 because it opened in December of 57. But I have her old guitar and I have the receipt, and she bought it, I believe, in January of 58 at Lion and Healy for $125. It's a Martin 0017 mahogany guitar. And she she had a little form in there that was she was paying it off five dollars a month, hundred and twenty five dollar <laughs> guitar five dollars a month. And she was a classically trained pianist and a great singer. And she got swept up in that folk craze, the folk scare. We lived in South Shore, and she would come down and sing and play for us. She lived on Surf Street, but so she always talked about it. She loved the place. She taught me to play guitar when I was about in seventh grade. So when I was sick of being a writer at a international advertising trade magazine, which I despised. I hate advertising itself. 
uh, I thought, and other things were going on where I just thought, can I please have a job with something that I, you know, that means something to me? And so I applied for that little job. I saw an ad in the reader. And Michael Miles, thank you very much, hired me to work at the Old Town School in June of 1987. Come home, come I must have met you on your like first day or oh, your yeah, first. Oh yeah, I remember you and Mark walking by. I thought you guys were. There were no students. I mean, can I please talk about what it was like? I walked in, and now this is not like 1902. This was 1987. <laughs> I didn't see really any students. There was no evidence, you know, of really much going on at all because they had moved into, you know, Temporary. this weird location. Yeah. So a few diehard students dragged themselves over there, but it was not booming in any way, shape, or form. But I was put out in the hallway alone <laughs> with nothing happening and a telephone and a, a little silver lock box. And in that little safety box thing were these different colored pencil cases in which all the funds from the Old Town School coming and going would be separated by, you know, where the money was from or supposed to go. So it was like yellow pencil case for group classes, green pencil case for private lessons. I was like, what is this place? It just seemed it was the most rinky-dink thing, and I couldn't believe it. And so you and Mark seemed like this breath of fresh air walking down the hall. You'd play music. Jim would pull up a chair and play the guitar and sing to me. And you and I and Mark would go get buckets of beer or, or pitchers at the, the oh, brick up at on, the, on the, Lawrence. Oh, the, the, the brick and beam up brick on Lawrence. Beam. It's no longer there. No. And they, they had the best burgers. And I remember, so Mark, you and Mark and I were at the brick and beam one night. And we were, we all, well, Mark didn't smoke, but Elaine and I both smoked. And so Mark and Elaine and I are sitting on bar stools. And Elaine and I put fresh cigarettes in our mouth. And Elaine says, watch this, right? And so takes the, you take the book of, mat, remember matchbooks? There used to be these things called matchbooks. Oh, and she dear. takes a matchbook and she throws it down on the ground and she kicks off her, fl her flip-flops and she grabs the matchbook with the toes of one of her feet and lifts <laughs> it up and then with her other foot uses her toes to pull a match out of the matchbook and lights the match using only her her feet <laughs> and then grabs her leg and 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 lifts it and and she lights the cigarette using only her feet and I was like this is the girl that's for me you that's, that's, that's who I want to spend my life that's with that's right all right I know it's famous <laughs> famous 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 Right after we moved back from from um, the Heritage Center, we had a big meeting, like an all-school meeting, and we had to say our name and what we did. So you know, so I'm Jim Dewan. I'm you know, I teach guitar, blah, blah, whatever. And when it came to you, you said, 
I'm Elaine Moore, and I'm a naturally fun girl. <laughs> After Michael hired me to, to work there, I went through so many jobs and accumulated so many jobs because we, there were so few of us all doing all this stuff that I had all these weird jobs all kind of piled up on top of each other. Like, first I was the office manager, but then I stopped doing that, and and then I was the volunteer coordinator and the private student coordinator and the space rental coordinator and the editor of the lead sheet and the house managing, it, it all piled up, but I was just looking at these old brochures to sort of remind myself. And on one page, there was good old Roberto Arce, oh, yeah. Peruvian guy teaching, wonderful guy. Liz Carroll was teaching a fiddle thing, hello. And, <laughs> and Greg Cahill had a banjo class, and Michael Smith had a songwriting class. Right. I mean, those are some... Robbie Folks used to teach here. Robbie Folks taught forever. So can I just say, because I really wanted to make this point, that, that, that Armitage went off like, you know, a house of fire. It was, it seemed yeah. like the concert, Michael Miles did such an unbelievable job of hiring great people. And, and Jim did such an unbelievable job of deciding, he had the vision Jim thing. Hirsch. Yeah, Jim Hirsch and Michael Miles had the vision going. Yeah. And the, the school that it is here now, you could see the seed of that in all the decisions that they made over the years that I worked at Armitage, because I was not a teacher yet. Michael later hired me he just heard me playing in the office and kindly hired me to teach. And Michael hired all these teachers. Oh, from yeah, all over because because in the 70s in Chicago, it was all about songwriters the, the, the songwriters and, yeah. and and yeah. and right. And and that's kind of what the, the old town school had been, maybe. And then Jim Hirsch started doing all these world music concerts. I remember that oh, yeah, we had the Festival of Latin Music. It was oh, amazing. my God. I remember working on that. Many people contributed to the Old Town School's <laughs> success. May I just say that, including volunteers. I mean, you know, and, and Michael's oh, ingenious absolutely. hiring of, of staff, many of whom are still associated with the school. I mean, I made so many good friends. S some of them are still here. I met you, you know, I mean, for God's sake, we have children. And our kids get to grow up in a musical. And our kids get to which grow is, up. Which is not how I grew up. And I mean, I... I kind of did, a little bit, a lot of singing. I grew up, like, my father worked for Western Electric. He was a businessman, like a corporate guy. All his friends were corporate guys. We lived in suburban New Jersey. And it's like, the only thing I knew about music was what I heard on the radio. And so I thought that was how you'd be a musician. And it never, I never knew that you could be a musician by, you know, by teaching and playing shitty little gigs and, or doing great gigs sometimes. I used to do great gigs, you know. I played at the Royal Concert Hall in London with Liz. And I remember distinctly about three quarters of the way through that show thinking to myself look at the audience and remember this moment yeah. because this may never happen again yeah. and I always remember that moment yeah well it's um it's a delight and a pleasure and an honor to work at the Old Town School I have so many good friends here and and you know if I start naming I'll forget I, I've learned something from every single teacher I've worked with here yeah, of and, course. And the students who come charging through here, we see them, we see people at their very best. I remember when we bought our house, the real estate agent who we met here, who was a student. Oh, great, right. Jay. Jay. <laughs> Jay Coverman. He said, oh, God, real estate. I see people at their worst. Everybody's greedy. People are talking about money. And I said, wow, at the Old Town School, we see people at their best. The students come in. They are trying to learn something. They're trying to improve their lives. They're on their, you know, they're humbled. In a, in a way, they're doing something they don't know how to do. doesn't matter if they're a brain surgeon. We've had those. Rocket scientists had many of those. You know, they're learning something. And so 
it is it is always a pleasure and an honor to work with them to be a better musician and and to introduce people to music who never thought they could do it and and but it's the teachers that I've worked with I've sat in their classes I've taken lessons from people and I've played music with them and it is a non-stop inspiration and sea of talented delightful delightful people that I'm proud to know yeah. carry on nice, nice to uh, meet you here yeah good to meet you too yeah. okay. <laughs> thanks to Jim and Elaine for sharing a few of their stories you can stream their entire conversation at the Old Town School StoryCorps archive online look for the link in the episode description the interview you just listened to was recorded in 2017 as part of our oral history partnership with StoryCorps. The music you heard comes from the audio archive of the school's resource center. See the episode description for detailed notes. To hear more stories or learn how to share your own, go to oldtownschool.org StoryCorps. That's spelled S-T-O-R-Y-C-O-R-P-S. We'll be signing off for a little while while we cook up what's next. But in the meantime, you can get your fix of archival photos, recordings, and soon video on the Old Town School Archives Facebook page. I'm your host, Marae Valindo. Thank you for listening. Baby, that's the glory of love.